if we look to the answer as to why for so many years we achieved so much, prospered as no other people on earth, it was because here in this land we unleashed the energy and individual genius of man to a greater extent than has ever been done before. Those who say that we're in a time when there are no heroes, they just don't know where to look. The sloping hills of Arlington National Cemetery, with its row upon row of simple white markers, bearing crosses or stars of David, they add up to only a tiny fraction of the price that has been paid for our freedom. As for the enemies of freedom, those who are potential adversaries, they will be reminded that peace is the highest aspiration of the American people. We will negotiate for it, sacrifice for it. We will not surrender for it now or ever. We are Americans. France Authority on AM 1420. The answer. Hour number two underway now, 11 minutes past 10 o'clock. Thanks for being with us on this Monday, 29th morning, third month, year of our Lord, 2021, and we continue. We are loaded. Uh, guest free, by the way, the rest of the hour, though, rest of the program. At two one six nine zero one zero nine four five, you can join us. Triple eight two eight one eleven ten. Either one of those numbers gets you here. And don't forget. We have the authority message line. If you are uh, listening to this po- uh, via podcast at whkradio.com, or if you're listening at another time by our app or any other thing, and you hear something that makes you just have to say something, you've got a message or a question or whatever, just call the message line at 216-525-1806, and we'll play messages throughout the week uh, that we do receive off the air. 216-525-1806 is the message line. All right, I want to dive into... You know, we, we talked, uh, we've talked every day, of course, uh, and we talked to Congressman Jordan a little bit as well about, uh, COVID restrictions. Uh, we had SB 22 finally passed in the state of Ohio. We talked to people last week about that, um, about, uh, uh, limiting some of Mike DeWine's powers to lock us down. And as we continue to try to work our way out of the coronavirus, the Chinese virus, the Wuhan virus, whatever you want to call it, as we continue to work our way out of that and try to gain our freedoms back, and it's hard to do, which is why I'm telling you every day, twice a day, about uh, Ohio Stands Up. You need to go to ohiostandsup.org and join, become a member of that organization with me. I'm a member. And uh, click the Donate button. Send a couple of bucks. Send, a, like I said uh, in, the, in the spot a couple of times, the cost of a latte. Take a couple of bucks out of your uh, $1,400 government returned stimulus check and donate it to the lawyers who are fighting to free Ohio and Ohioans and protect our kids at OhioStandsUp.org. But anyway, um, as we continue to work our way out of it, the questions are still being asked, how did we get into it? Now, there have been a lot of people, a lot of experts, in a particular one who is a doctor who is working in a Wuhan laboratory who was featured on Tucker Carlson, um, who have been essentially disappeared, presumably by the Chinese communist government. Uh, this one doctor, a female doctor's mother, literally disappeared. Don't know what the outcome of that is. I think it's still in question. Because she was presenting evidence, information, that the 
what we call the China virus, or many people call the China virus, was indeed manufactured in one of those Wuhan labs. It wasn't accidental from a wet market. Somebody uh, cooked and ate uh, uh, an infected bat and then spread it around. That it was a virus, or uh, uh, a lab creation, rather. Last night, believe it or not, one of the mainstream network news, uh, or uh, news networks, rather, actually did a little bit of decent reporting. CBS and 60 Minutes last night investigated the origins of the China virus because the WHO was supposed to have been supposed to have turned a uh, a report into the rest of the world now um, with the results of what their investigation found as they went to China to find out exactly what happened. The WHO was supposed to be an international organization dedicated to the truth, the science of it all, not the politics of it all, right? Well, again, last night on 60 Minutes, believe it or not, CBS, Leslie Stahl did a report and interviewed some pretty important people, including Jamie Metzl, a former NSC official, National Security Council official in the Clinton administration, and a member of a WHO, that's the World Health Organization, advisory committee on genetic engineering. And believe it or not, 60 Minutes allowed the whistle to be blown here. On the investigation done by the WHO, there was no international investigation in an, in an attempt to find the truth. There was only a WHO investigation run by, drumroll please, China, by the Chinese Communist Party. The nation that released this poison onto the rest of the world, this, this virus, was allowed to run the investigation for the WHO. This is important. Normally, I don't play long-form clips of TV shows. Once in a blue moon, there'll be a great segment on Tucker that I'll want to share with you on the airwaves here. Very rarely, if ever, have I done it with CBS. But this is worth our time. It's only a few minutes, but, but listen to this because you need to know it. The question... How did SARS-CoV-2, the virus that causes COVID-19, originate? Among the leading theories examined, was it accidentally leaked from a lab in Wuhan, or did it come from infected animals in a wet market there? The WHO inquiry was far from comprehensive, because, as it has done since the beginning of the outbreak, the Chinese government withheld information. I wouldn't really call what's happened now an investigation. It's essentially a highly chaperoned, highly curated study tour. Study tour? Study tour. Everybody around the world is imagining this is some kind of full investigation. It's not. This group of experts only saw what the Chinese government wanted them to see. Jamie Metzl, former NSC official in the Clinton administration and member of a WHO advisory committee on genetic engineering, is one of more than two dozen experts, including virologists, who signed an open letter earlier this month calling for a new international inquiry with a return to China. The letter says the WHO team did not have the independence or access to carry out a full and unrestricted investigation, specifically into a possible accidental leak from a laboratory at the Wuhan Institute of Virology 
in the city where the first outbreak occurred. We would have to ask the question, well, why in Wuhan? To quote Humphrey Bogart, of all the gin joints in all the towns in all the world, why Wuhan? What Wuhan does have is China's Level 4 Virology Institute, with probably the world's largest collection of bat viruses, including bat coronaviruses. I had seen that the World Health Organization team only spent three hours at the lab. While they were there, they didn't demand access to the records and samples and key personnel. That's because of the ground rules China set with the WHO, which has never had the authority to make demands or enforce international protocols. It was agreed first that China would have veto power over over who even got to be on the mission. Secondly, and WHO agreed to that. WHO agreed to that. On top of that, the WHO agreed that in most instances, China would do the primary investigation and then just share its findings with these international experts. So these international experts weren't allowed to do their own primary investigation. You're saying that China did the investigation and showed the results to the committee and that was it? Pretty much that was it. Not entirely, but pretty much that was it. Imagine if we had asked the Soviet Union to do a co-investigation of Chernobyl. It doesn't really make sense. All right. That was the extent of it. It was about two and a half minutes that I wanted you to hear. And I want to give you three words as explanation as to why that was important for you to hear. If you listen to it carefully. Three words are Trump was right. You understand that? Trump pulled the United States out of the WHO, which, of course, Joe Biden immediately rejoined us to, because he said the WHO was run by the chi The WHO was being run by the Chinese Communist Party, the CCP, that was investigating its own creation. The COVID-19 that the world has suffered from for over a year now. Donald Trump pulled us out of the WHO to the condemnation of all leftists in America and, of course, all of the rest of the globalists who want the United States to foot the bill for all of these things, like the UN, like the WHO. Donald Trump knew that the WHO was being run by the communist Chinese and said it's pointless for us to be there. We're not going to follow any orders that they give. We're not going to accept any explanations that they offer because they're being run by the chi Donald Trump was right. And here's the real question. Why did it take until March of 2021 for a guy like Jamie Metzl, former Clinton administration NSC official, to come clean and say, yeah, this is all garbage. The WHO uh, never got full access. This was run by the Chinese. Donald Trump was right. Why didn't he and others say that during the quote-unquote investigation that was held a year ago or in within the last uh, calendar year? Because that would, would have really lent some credibility, some bipartisanship to President Trump's decision. I'm just going to say this as directly as I can. And it's going to tick every leftist within the sound of my voice off. But Donald Trump was right at virtually every single turn when it came to the China virus. He first said, whoa, 
this is going to be bad, stop all flights coming into the United States from China and from some European countries that were starting to become infected. We've got to keep this out of the United States. Immediately he was condemned as racist and xenophobic. He was right then. He was right to begin Operation Warp Speed early on in this thing over a year ago so that we'd be done within an unbelievable amount of time, less than one calendar year, from birth to trials to approval to distribution of the vaccine. Now, whether you want the vaccine or not is, of course, a personal choice. Do your own research. That's what I tell you. That's what I do. But he got it ready. He was right about the WHO in the investigation. He was right about the Chinese Wuhan laboratory being responsible for this virus and not some bat in a wet market. 216-901-0945-888-281-1110. Dial now. We'll get you on next. AM 1420, The Answer. Okay, 1027, AM 1420, The Answer. I I listen each day to Joe Biden in prepared remarks because, you know, he's only had the one press conference, which was also prepared because he knew the questions, he knew the questioners, and he could put his uh, answers on the note cards before it even started. But anyway, I digress. Each day we listen in some form or another to either Joe Biden or Madam Circleback Jen Psaki, and we hear them lie about all of the incredible advances that have been made in the fight against the China virus since uh, Biden took over. And if you were to ask any member of the Biden administration to identify one thing that they changed from the Trump administration approach to combating the virus, I think you would hear the sound of crickets. Because I've been checking and looking and listening and hunting, and I can find nothing that they changed. The mask policies pretty much are up to the governors, so they're all the same. The social distancing policies are pretty much up to the governors. They're all the same. The same directives have been given by the Biden administration. Keep wearing masks uh, where appropriate, Keep uh, and where you can't have your distance, keep uh, uh, six feet away. And get a vaccine. The identical policies of the Trump administration. And the Trump administration made the vaccine possible through Operation Warp Speed. The Trump administration started delivering it before Christmas. The Trump administration had it down to a pretty doggone good science, administering one million shots per day right up until the end of his term, Trump's term, and Biden was inaugurated. The only thing Biden has done since then is administered more shots because millions more became available as the uh, manufacturers kept pumping out more doses, more vials off the assembly lines. He's done nothing different except criticize Trump. Criticizing the Trump administration for not having enough vaccines. It was just created. Time has gone by, more were made. That's like saying at the beginning of the, the, the production of a new automobile, cr- criticizing Ford two weeks in, saying, how come there aren't enough of these for everybody? Well, can you give us a little bit of time to create them? We just came up with it. The line is running 24-7. Ask me again in three months how many we have available. There'll be more. Same thing with the vials of, of vaccine. But they want to sit here and complain 
and criticize the Trump administration. Meanwhile, there's 60 Minutes doing an expose on how the whole thing started and getting a former member of the Clinton administration to admit the WHO was a show, it was a show investigation, if you will. It was theater. They did nothing but take what the Chinese government told them was, was the evidence, and then this was going to be the basis of the report. That's why Trump got out of the WHO. Three words, Trump was right. No matter what kind of lies the Democrats try to spin. Okay, uh, I'm going to get our news now. I know I told you to call, and I told you I'd come to you, but I do want to do that right after the news. So if you're on hold, stay there. If you're not on hold, you should be. 216-901-095. Right back. Have a question for Bob? A comment? A complaint? Hit up the authority message line. Call 216-525-1806 and make your voice heard. That's 216-525-1806. Call the authority message line. Okay, 1035. Um, we've had a ton of information in the show, and there's a lot for you to respond to. So I'm going to ask you if you have been listening the entire time. Think back to the uh, first segment we did on what's going on at the border, the incredible amount of damage, the catastrophic damage being done to people and to the country at our southern border in the first half hour. We talked to Jim Jordan about that, as well as about the uh, allegations of racism among uh, the the. Uh, legislators and the governor of Georgia saying that it's Jim Crow to require people to show ID when it, when you co- go to vote in Georgia. It's Jim Crow and it's racist because black people simply can't get IDs. It's just, it's just, and black people, well, they can't stand in line as long as white people. It's terrible for them. The, the blatant, disgusting display of insulting racism against the black race in this country by saying they can't do things that white people can do is continual. It is every single day from the far left. And I'm still asking, when is it going to tick, I almost used a different word there, tick black people off enough to say, enough. I'm not going to support them any longer. They continue to insult me, my family, my friends, everybody who looks like me, saying we're not capable of doing things that white people can do, such as casting a vote. Legally, proving that I have an identification, it's an insult. So you want to get into that, you can do that. And then, of course, uh, what we're talking about right now, the ongoing lie. And by the way, this is the other thing, too. One of the reasons they didn't like people calling it, people like me, people like Donald Trump, people like you know Sean Hannity, Tucker Carlson, whomever, <clears throat> calling it the Wuhan virus or the Wuhan coronavirus or the Chinese coronavirus or just shortening it to the China virus is because of what we just heard in that 60 Minutes report. The left does not want to cross the CCP. The left does not want to alienate or anger the Chinese Communist Party because they are in bed. Period. It's why they push so hard against Trump's tariffs against the Chinese to try to level the playing field, the trade imbalance. It's why they are erasing all of those things now, because Joe Biden and, dare I say the obvious, because we saw the evidence in October, his son Hunter Biden, they are all beholden to and in bed with the Chinese. And that's why they didn't like us continually say, and their, and their excuse was, well, you know, if you call it the China virus, and if you acknowledge that the China virus came from China, well, then Chinese people and other Asians in the United States, because we're all racist, and we can't tell them apart. 
We can't tell a Chinese person apart from a Japanese person or a Vietnamese person or a Korean person. So all Asians are in, being targeted now because of you calling it the China virus. Some sex addict in Atlanta shot up a bunch of, of, of massage parlors where sex often happens, and many of them happen to be Asian, and so this is because you called it the China virus. This is the garbage they're telling us. Donald Trump was right. It is the China virus. It was originated in a Wuhan laboratory and released on the rest of the world for the Chinese Communist Party's advantage. This is what they do. And now we have people pointing out the truth that the investigation into this, which might have been inconclusive, was no investigation by the WHO at all. It was, here are the crib notes from the Chinese Communist Party. Take them and get out. This is what we want the rest of the world to know. This is what we'll cop to, which is nothing. You've done your investigation. Get out. That's why Trump left the WHO. You want to respond to any of that, do so. 216901-0945. We'll go to Gary. In Berea, you're on the air. Gary, go right ahead. Hey, Bob. Uh, Let me see if I'm going to be able to cover the whole gamut here uh, of what comes out of the mouth of these alleged democratic socialists who in many cases are really Nazis and, uh, and also communists. And uh, what, I've, what I've identified them to be is they're erroneous, fallacious, false, misleading, untrue, uh, double-dealing, hypocritical, insincere, ins- uh, mealy-mouthed, smooth-tongued, two-faced, perjurious, mendacious, fools. Do you have a thesaurus open in front of you right now? Uh, no, I'm on my Because <laughs> you were given a whole bunch of them. Uh, no, and you're right. They are all of the above, and I think you did cover uh, the gamut there. Look, Gary, and thank you for the phone call, my friend. Look, everybody needs to understand the one constant among all of these stories that are the lead stories in the United States right now are liberal, Democrat, leftist liars. Lying about the border, lying about the conditions, lying about their end game, lying about uh, the uh, uh, plan to uh, give them all the right to vote, lying about the origin of the China virus, lying about how Donald Trump handled the China virus, lying about federal elections, lying about uh, black people not being as capable of white, as white people of getting uh, voter identification. It's just lie, la, lie, la, lie, 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 lie. And I'll never do that again. But it's all doing it. They can't not do it. They just can't. You've heard of pathological? This is pathological lying that goes on from the Biden administration, from the Pelosi-led Congress, and all the way through. Did you see the Ted Cruz audio on the Senate floor exposing Dick Durbin as the blatant bald-faced liar that he is about the amendment that uh, Cruz tried to put onto the $1.9 trillion spending bill that gives us all these $1,400 checks. Ted Cruz wanted to put an amendment on there that said illegal aliens are ineligible for said $1,400 payments. Should be simple and common sense, right? Dick Durbin went to the floor and just reamed Cruz up and down, calling him a liar, saying no illegal aliens can receive checks because you can't receive a check without a Social Security number. And illegal aliens don't have Social Security numbers, so Ted Cruz is a bald-faced liar. Then he went on Twitter and repeated the same. Ted Cruz is a liar, saying that illegal aliens are getting checks. They can't. They don't have, um, they don't have uh, uh, Social Security numbers. 
And then Ted Cruz just waited patiently for the fact-checkers to fact-check. And sure enough, what everybody in this country who has a working cerebellum knows, that a vast majority, or at least a strong majority, of the number of illegal aliens in this country right now are not border jumpers without Social Security numbers. They're overstays. People who have been here on work visas or student visas whose ex, uh, visas expired and they're supposed to leave. But they don't. Some 60% of them are visa overstays. And these are people here legally, at least until their visa expired, with social security numbers. Hundreds of thousands, if not millions of them, are getting $1,400 stimulus checks and they're not supposed to be here. They're illegal aliens because they stayed longer than they were supposed to and they decided to take up permanent residency and they're being rewarded for their duplicity, rewarded for their illegality with $1,400 checks. Ted Cruz was right. Cruz went to the microphone in the Senate and said, "Um, Dick Durbin, are you ready to block, stop your objection now to this amendment? Let's do this. It's been proven you're wrong. Durbin said, too bad. I object anyway, and never apologized to Cruz for calling him a liar publicly on the floor of the Senate or in the um, uh, on Twitter. This is who demon rats are. Why do you think we changed that one letter? Why do you think we changed the C in Democrat to an N and get demon rats? Because they are both demons and rats, liars. From the moment they register with the D after their name, they forego Americanism and they take up the mantle of liars. Let's go to Houston, Texas. I left my heart in Houston. No, what's the song? I'm thinking? Will in Houston is my guy here. There's a, there's a country song. There's probably a ton of country songs about Houston, but one in particular that's in the title. Um, and I can't think of what it is now. I'm going to think of it maybe after Will is gone. Hey, Will, what's on your mind, my friend? <laughs> hey, brother, man, I, I wish I could help you think of that song, dude, but I, I don't know. No, that one. it's deep in the heart of Texas, but that doesn't mention Houston by name. Hell, maybe I'm just thinking of the Houston <laughs> Oilers theme, the Houston Oilers theme song from years ago. Uh, yeah, <laughs> Houston Oilers. Okay, I, I know what you're talking about. <laughs> but look, anyway, look, what's I, going I on, brother? I, I know you used to be a teacher, and so maybe you can teach me something to help me to understand. Because I, I have faith that you could probably do this, but help me to understand, Bob. How is it? So I'm, I'm looking at the website for the Georgia lottery, uh, how to get your money if you win the lottery in Georgia. If you win over six hundred dollars, they require a uh, uh, photo, photo ID and uh, 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 something showing your social security number. So you mean to tell me? You mean to tell me that is racist, right? To require a photo ID and a social, and something so showing your social security number. If you win over $600 in Georgia, I bet you pro- people wouldn't have a problem with getting an ID then. <laughs> I that bet you State Abrams would not have a problem with anybody getting an ID. If, if you're going to win like $2,000, people will find a way. <laughs> I guess well, well, well here's, here's what I would love to see happen. I would love to see a challenge to that. I would love a black person who wins a lottery in Georgia to go to the state of Georgia Lottery Commission and say, I want my money, and they say, give me an ID, show me an ID before we hand you this check, and I want that black person to say, you can't ask me for an ID. That's racist. I don't have one. And if you don't give me my money, 
No, seriously, what would the state do? You know what the state would do? If the state was accused of racism by denying a black lottery winner his or her winnings, the state would fold like a cheap tent. Absolutely. You think the state is going (laughs) to deny this black lottery winner their money because they don't have an ID? They're going to say, you know what, it was racist of me to ask in the first place. Here's extra. Exactly. Sorry. I'm sorry. (laughs) Sorry for the inconvenience. Exactly. You know, I mean... it's, it's, It's so maddening, man. It's so infuriating that 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 Democrats will play on people and, and, and have us thinking that we are too, too, you know, we can't figure out how to get ID, but... but, but no, like say it, say it, say it, Will. They think you're dumb. You're they dumb, think you, you're a black man, you're too dumb to know how to get an ID, you're too incapable of getting a ride to a DMV. Uh, even if they, they say, well, it's a, it's a poverty thing, you know, driver's licenses cost money, why are you taking black people who make less money on average and making them pay for this just for the right to vote? Well, we all know that if you cannot afford one, you get a state identification for free. Um, so all of these things, you know, all of these arguments have been put to bed, and yet they persist. They, being the left, persist in telling black people you're not capable. And if anybody tries to demand that you get that ID, they are trying to suppress your vote. It, it, I, I don't it, know why you guys aren't just livid at the dude, left. For, I, I, for just you know, discriminating you know, against I, you. I try to tell everybody in my family, man, everybody who I can talk to, like, people, come on, y'all, wake up, man. <laughs> it's, 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 it's demeaning. It's, it's demeaning, really. Well, let me ask you this. Do you or any of your your family members or any of your black friends, uh, did you any of you get the virus, uh, the virus, the uh, vaccine? Uh, my parents got it. Your my parents, parents got, got it. it. Um, my, <laughs> my parents got it. My mom's sisters got it. Because it's my understanding, and you can maybe you can confirm this from talking to them, <laughs> it's my understanding that you have to show an ID uh, a photo ID to get the vaccine because that's how they track to see who has gotten it, how many people have gotten it, when you're ready for your second dose. You have to show an ID. Do you know if your family and friends, black ones, had to show their IDs to get the vaccine? No, man, no I, I do not, man. I, I, okay. I, I don't know right off I can I can ask and find out later on, but no, I, I don't know, not right offhand. Because I, I want to see though. that I want to see that situation play out. The left says would, black people can't get IDs. Are they going to turn them away in a line for the vaccine to potentially save a life as they as they tout this mm-hmm. are they going to turn them away you don't have a you don't have a photo id sorry no life-saving <laughs> vaccine for you black person go away you, are they you, do you, that? How, how, how the, the stupid it just doesn't make sense man it doesn't i mean everyday life everyday life you need a, a pretty much a, an id for everything except for this voting crap and, and, and democrats have gotten away with it they've gotten away with it man and for some reason it, it just hasn't clicked yet. I, I I don't know what it is, man. For some, it hasn't clicked with a lot of my, you know, people who look like me. Like, dude, do, do y'all not see how we have? We need you need an ID for everything else. But when it comes to this, oh, it's it's disproportional affect black people. They can't. What what the, what the hell you mean? I can't get it. I I could get it yesterday to buy right. to buy some beer or to or to get my lottery winning. I could get it yes. So so if I could do it yesterday. Why, why can't I do it today? How, how is it disproportionately making it hard for me to, to, to do this, to go vote? Come on, yeah, y'all. Let me I, ask you one more question since you called and you're a black man and, and we're doing this as examples, and I love you. Um, do any of the same family members and friends that you know have a hard time working a computer? <laughs> <laughs> because you know why I'm asking that, right? 
because just last month, the President of the United States, Joe Biden, when addressing the disparity in the amount of white people who have gotten the vaccine compared to the few amount of black people who have gotten the vaccine, said one of the reasons why is because black people don't know how to go online. I remember that. Right? He said because you have to go online to register and get in line, and they don't know how to do that. I mean, again, he just said, you black people, don't you worry about a thing here. You know, we know you can't get in line. We know you can't get online. We know that you can't get an identification. We'll just bring everything to you, and we'll take good care of you here. I mean, I just would be so infuriated with the insulting, humiliating way that he's talking to me if he was talking to my race. Let's play play the what-if game real quickly. Let's play the... Imagine, what if Donald Trump said those exact same words? Oh, <laughs> well, he doesn't have to. He, 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 he does, they make, they'll pretend he said words. It's like the Charlottesville <laughs> lie. They claim that he called white supremacists and Nazis very fine people. So you're right, Will. If he said those words, it would be... I mean, my Ooh. God. But, Ooh. but even when he doesn't say words, they'll just make them up and say, exactly. did you know Trump said this? And, and by the time it gets halfway around, you know, the old adage about a lie gets halfway around the world before the, uh, the truth gets its pants on in the morning. Uh, it's too late. You can't unring that lie. But, but Biden says it and it's immediately covered up. It's quiet. Oh, man. In a way we go. <laughs> Brother, I'm going to find that Houston song. I promise you. All right, brother. Good talking to you, man. <laughs> Thanks, man. Good to talk to you, too. It's 1051 right back after this. All right, I uh, I have solved my dilemma when I was talking to my friend Will from Houston. And uh, I, uh, you know what, I can take the punches as well as deliver them. And when I'm an idiot and I drop the ball, <laughs> I'm going to acknowledge it and I'm going to try to come back from it. It wasn't Houston, the song I was thinking of. And in fact, it wasn't even in Texas. My wife. The song I was thinking of kind of sounds like Houston. And I was watching the Clint Eastwood movies Every Which Way But Loose in Any Which Way You Can over the weekend. I don't remember what channel. And this song was in one of those. And it was just a great throwback to old country music. And it was on my mind when I talked to Will in Houston. But you have to admit, doesn't Houston sound a little bit like this city? Go on and send me down to Tucson And I'll get the job done Alright, I'm reaching I know I'm reaching <laughs> But in my head it was send me down to Tucson And I made Tucson Houston Houston, Tucson A little bit? No? But the lady don't satisfy so to my friend Will in Houston, my friend Will in Houston, sorry brother, it was not your wonderful hometown of Houston, Texas, it was Tucson I was thinking of, and the great Mel Tillis from the Clint Eastwood movies. I'll own it, man, I'll own it. Uh, TJ in Cleveland, hey TJ, go ahead. Yeah, you know, Bob, the other night Dan Bongino took uh, Geraldo Rivera to task, <laughs> and asked him how many of these children he's taken in from the border, and he says none. And he goes, well, what do you mean none? You're all for this open border. And he come back with, well, there's a million families willing to do it. He goes, I'm not talking about a million families. I'm talking about you. Well, you know, in my neighborhood the last few years, we've had an invasion of libtard couples. 
And I'm telling you, Bob, they're breeding like rabbits. And I'm sitting there thinking, according to the World Climate Organization, last year in France, they claimed overpopulation is the number one problem with climate change. Yeah. And I asked myself, why are they breeding? Why aren't these libtard families adopting or fostering these kids at the border, which they want pouring over across our border? So I want to tell them, in the words that that potato had in the White House, come on, man, step up <laughs> to the plate. Yeah, I mean, these people are such hypocrites. Why don't they take these kids in? But they're not doing that. They want to breed their own. I mean, it, it, it just makes no well, sense. Well, I'm not going to gonna tell anybody about how to have their families or start their families. And thank you, TJ, for the call. But your point is a good one. If you want, if you're so concerned and you want to have a family, yeah, why not? You can go ahead and have your own children. But adopt these children in if you are so concerned and so uh, worried about uh, about them and getting them out of their hardship, the hardship of their lives in Honduras and other places. Go ahead and adopt them from those other places rather than just turning them over, uh, bringing them in the United States and turning them into somebody else's problem uh, to care for and deal with. David and Lange uh, next. Hey, David, go ahead. Yes, Bob, about these children crossing the border. You may yes, have sir. already covered this, but how are these kids managing to get across the desert, sleeping at night? I've been in the desert before down in El Paso. It gets cold at night, crossing the Rio Grande. They're not doing it on their own. Most adults can't find their way you know, around the block. Yeah, no, they're they're not doing when they when they when they're called unaccompanied, my friend. Just so you know, it doesn't literally mean unaccompanied. They're being smuggled in by what are called coyotes, human smugglers who take big amounts of money or promises of big amounts of money from these parents in these Central American countries to shepherd these kids across the border, knowing that if the kid gets over, they're going to be allowed to stay and then send for the parents later on. So there's coyotes, and if the coyotes don't get their money, well, then they just sell the kid into uh, uh, indentured servitude. Got to run. Thanks for the call. Thanks to everybody. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye-bye.